0: Ah, Grand Moff Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Welcome to Grand moth Tarkin, delicately curated, long-form discussion, deli- oh, wait, delicately- oh. Uh-oh, hold on. Oh no. oh no. Oh no. Welcome to Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Welcome to Grand Moff Talkin', delicately curated, long-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments, sometimes by the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley, Jake, Heyo, and Jasmine. Howdy. It's a. Uh, it's been a while <laughs> since we've recorded an
1: episode. <laughs> oh, 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 buddy. It's been the longest while I think that we've Very ever while. had.
0: I think it has been the longest while. We were trying to we were talking about this before we started recording. We think it's probably been around mid January since we recorded last. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, world was literally a different place. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> a lot has happened in these couple months. A lot of times,
1: you know, people do bits about that. Like, oh, it's been two weeks. What's changed? So much has like, changed. Everything yeah, has changed.
0: This time, literally, everything has changed. Yes. Uh, it's is falling is, apart. Yeah, which is why we are, if you've probably noticed, recording over Discord. Um, hard to imagine that people would notice the difference in sound quality. Hard to imagine. But you're probably just going to have to deal with this for a while because we're not going to be near each other in person.
1: Yeah, I legit have a cough, and I have been experiencing shortness of breath my doctor assures me that this is normal.
0: Oh, well good. Well for you maybe it is. <laughs>
1: uh, uh that that's where the violin music would have gone in that pause. Yeah, if we still If we, <laughs> don't still, edit if we still did
0: that I would have I would have put it in there. We don't do it. We're nice we don't do Jake that. now. Yep, we are. Um <laughs> yeah, so you guys are officially not invited to my house. Uh as I am sure <laughs> I am not invited to yours either.
1: Oh, for sure you're not. So Jasmine and Zeke are invited to my house.
0: Oh well, oh. huh? All right. Riley can stay in his home. Oh. I I guess I will.
2: You know what? No, you shouldn't be. Hobbs and Chelsea Riley are invited as right right well. Okay, he has our 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 Star Wars shirts.
0: That's He's true. Oh. <laughs> That's true. I went to. Uh, when did I go? Was that, I guess I was in January that I oh went to God. Disney World. So long, oh wow! I forgot about this. And. Yeah. Or was Riley, it in, since no, when last in February. We recorded. Was it last? I don't remember when I went already. But yeah, since we last recorded, I went to uh, Galaxy's Edge, <laughs> and I was all excited to talk about it. And then why we didn't, were we pretending that we didn't have anything to talk about? I, you went to Galaxy's honest, Edge. I honestly forgot about it, because it's been so long. <laughs> but, Not a lot of people
1: go into Galaxy's Edge these days.
0: No, it's all closed down now. I made it just in time. Uh, you really literally. did. Yeah, seriously, because... The week we got back was when everyone kind of was like, "Hey, what's up with this coronavirus thing?" There hadn't been any yeah. cases in the states yet when we got back, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad that I got it in there just in case it stays closed forever. Yeah, that's um. what she said. <laughs> nice. Hey. Uh, no, I guess should we do a little Galaxy's Edge report? Please, yeah. that would be
1: great. I'd love to hear about. It. I have not like legitimately seen my friends in person since (laughs)
0: mid-January. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, it was amazing. It was great. I'm a sucker. How many days did you spend in Galaxy's Edge proper? Um, I'd say, like, a a solid three days. Okay, that's what it seemed like. Because we, we had the, um, the park hopper pass you know, like usually when you just buy a yeah. ticket you go into one park and you stay in that one park for the full day but we if you it actually ended up being cheaper for us to get the park hopper pass so we um we were able to go from park to park in the in one day so there were a couple of days like we didn't spend a full day at magic kingdom because that place is kind of more attuned for younger ones like most of the rides there are for little kids and things like that so we walked around there for the morning and then we kind of just got bored and chelsea chelsea and i were just like let's just go back over to Galaxy's edge because it's like <laughs> nice. you're living in star wars and it's really great uh what, yeah what's great about it
1: riley is it because you read black spire and you <laughs> knew all the sweet lore? okay
0: you know what i totally called it with that book Cause you're like walking down the street and there's a, there's like a popped grain cart and you can buy popcorn. That's one of the snacks God. that you buy there oh, is popcorn. Geez. And it's just, I was, it. I was 100% right. Like, uh, the, the pod racer engine that they cook food on is there. You know, that's how they make food in the, in the place. And it, it's just like, it made me that is annoyed. Sick, with, it, I mean, it was, it was really great to be there. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Like Great reading it, terror. reading it in a book was stupid. Wow, that's an old bit.
1: Hey, you know what? Someone's got to keep the bits alive. Someone's got to keep the bits. Listen, alive. to old episodes. We're not going to help you out.
2: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Listen to true. old episodes because we won't be making a ton of new ones. Maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Rekindle your love with our show. Um, I'm looking. I made notes while I was there, honestly, and I can't find it. Where did I put my notes? Because I just wanted to jot some stuff down. Because I'm like, it's really awesome being here. In your data pad. In my data pad. They do have like an app you can download, and as you're walking past like a droid, you just pull out the app, and you can hack the droid, and there's like a little puzzle that you play, and then the droid beats. out of town. And you make credits on your phone. That's the coolest thing I've ever heard of. And then you get like a message from Hondo, and he's like, hey, can you do this mission for me? I need you to go to this area of the park and scan these boxes and tell me what's in them. That's so, too much. Cool. I know, and then, like, with that, you just, like, scan a little QR code, and then you do a little puzzle to find out what's in them. It's It rules.
1: That's really neat. I mean, is, is it immersion-breaking that, like, not everybody's in a costume?
0: I mean, you never... you. Ne- there was only one time where we went, like, kind of late at night, right before the place was about to close down, and it was, like, empty enough that walking around felt like wow, you could really picture yourself in Star Wars right now. Um, That's but, awesome. But, I mean, most of the time, yes, people are walking around with Mickey Mouse ears, and it, and it was pretty busy. <laughs> so it's not like you're that ever... That just means that Pablo will have to find a way to make Mickey Mouse ears canonical. <laughs> exactly. That is the cool thing, though. You cannot buy the ears in like in Batuu or in Black Spire Outpost. Like, the only stuff they sell there are Star Wars things, except for like the occasional shirt. Um, that will say Star Wars on it. I saw maybe like two shirts that said Star Wars on it, and everything else is just Ew. like it's just a shirt that looks cool because it's in Star Wars. And in this place, the clothes uh. that they sell are Jedi robes, and in this place, they only sell like oh, comlinks and things like that. So it's all like in universe. <laughs> uh, really cool. Gifts, yeah. So I got you guys some in universe gifts, which you may oh. never get if we never see each other again. <laughs> mm. I, I know, I, I still it.
1: have gifts for you guys. I
0: still have visual dictionaries <laughs> oh, for you. That's right. I mean, it's you can so just long.
2: put my gifts on your front porch and I'll just come pick them up whenever.
0: Oh, that's a good point. I guess you could. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: Yeah, we won't invite you guys over. Just, uh, please, <laughs> just please come by, by the front porch. Do not
0: come
2: in. Do not contact.
0: Do not, <laughs> yeah, don't even do look me in knock. the eye. Um, are
1: okay. there... Any rides? Like, was the Rise of the Resistance thing open when you guys went?
0: Oh boy, was that ride open! <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, let me talk That's about. What she said, "Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> let me talk about the Millennium Falcon ride. The it's called Smuggler's Run. It's it's so not the thing that I asked about. Right, because I because I got to yeah. save that thing. Um, oh. Smuggler's Run is like totally fun. It's a really fun ride. Uh, it's like a Disney park ride where you get on it. You're like, the coolest part of the ride is before you're actually in the cockpit, you're just like walking around the Falcon, um, with your group waiting to, to like load into the cockpit. And it's just like, there's the, the Djarik table and there's the place where Chewbacca sleeps and it's really (laughs) cool. (laughs) And then they're like, okay, green group, you're ready and you go down the hallway and it's the hallway of the Falcon and then you're suddenly in the cockpit and you sit down and strap in and then it's kinda of like a video game where you have like minimal control I think over the mission where you like there's a pilot and he can control, one pilot controls up and down and the other pilot controls left and right and some other people like fire the guns and it's it's fun but I'm not really sure how much control you actually have <laughs> But it's still, it's just like being on any other, like, motion simulator ride where it feels like you're, you know, flying up and down and stuff. So it's really fun. However, Rise of the Resistance is, like, one of the greatest experiences of my life. I think I... I messaged you guys in discord afterwards where like i actually was like crying at the end of the ride because it was <laughs> it was so cool and this is it, what i've heard from people like you just you like it, it is so immersive it's crazy
2: i've seen like probably like a little 30 second clip of someone going through it but i have like i haven't watched like a whole ride before of
0: it. yeah i i don't know i i can't really i don't want to describe it on the off chance that, <laughs> that someone be my next question well i mean <laughs> no i can i could describe it i don't want to describe it i guess in case you guys want to go someday although gotcha. i'll be honest, you think
1: it's better to go in like kind of blind
0: uh, although honestly i had like just as much fun the second time it may be more fun because i was paying attention to things because i knew what was coming next so i don't know i guess i'll leave it up to you guys if you want a description i will tell you if you don't i'll well, just tell know people how to we go are about
2: spoilers
0: that's true you guys yeah. don't really care <laughs> We love spoilers, right? Plus,
2: at this point, who knows if I will ever literally get to experience so. <laughs> Disney World may
0: never open its doors <laughs> yeah. again. So you may I'm be just the last person alive and- who yep. can tell us about it. Yeah. If uh, if you don't want to hear a description of the rise of resistance, skip ahead to this time twenty eight twenty one that I just said. Um, so watch him not edit it. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> just like guess. Uh, okay, so. The, the way they do it is cool is because you, you don't have to stand in line for this one. because um, lines at Disney can be ridiculous. You can stand like three hours in a line, which we've never done because it's there's no ride worth that, except maybe this one. But what you do is as soon if you're in the park at eight in the morning, you get on the app and you reserve a spot and they go in about five minutes, and um they're like reserved up through the end of the day. So then that's cool because you can just walk around until your your time. Um, but it's it like starts pretty early where when you walk into the ride, a park member will a cast member. I'm sorry, they would like to be called cast members. Will um grab you and say like, "Welcome to the Resistance. Thanks for joining." And then they'll like lead you through the 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 waiting area, and you're like the whole conceit of the the ride is that you've decided to join the Resistance. You're on Batuu, and you're joining the Resistance, and the first room you get into, they, like, crowd maybe 30 people into a room. And a little BB-8 rolls out. He's, like, kind of up on a platform. And it just looks like an actual BB-8. And he says something. And um, then a hologram of Ray appears. Whoa. And I'm not quite sure how they did it. Uh, I'm, th- I'm thinking I might look up, like, a video of how this ride is done because it looks like an actual hologram. There's like no fog, there's no TV screen. It's just all of a sudden there's a hologram in the middle of the room. Uh, so that was you. crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You should watch a video of it. That's it's amazing. It's it really is amazing. So she's like, okay, we've got um Commander Beck here. I think his name is Beck. He's a Mon Calamarian. And he's like, he's gonna put you in this shuttle Poe is going to escort you guys to our secret base, and you guys can help us. It all is kind of like pre-Rise of Skywalker, obviously. Um, And so then you get like a little message on the screen, and Poe's like, hey, great looking group here. Go ahead and and get in the shuttle. And the door opens, and you're outside again, which there are like no Disney rides that go outside. So you're outside, and there's like Poe's X-Wing in the distance. Not even in the distance. It's like 20 feet away, and there's like a little animatronic Poe in it waving at you <laughs> and BB-8's in it, and then... Is the animatronic Poe weird? Uh, no, it's pretty good. I mean, he's not moving Whoa. much, but and it's the, the canopy is kind of like, um, shaded, so you can't really tell that it's an animatronic. Gotcha. Um, and then there's like a shuttle that looks like a little tiny Leia's ship, V four um, it's like one of those, but a lot smaller. And you go in the door, and <laughs> it's is cr- crazy. The resistance member there is like, all right, just like strap in. We're gonna get out of here. We're going to the base. You get in, and you don't have to like sit down in this part of the ride. But it's just like a motion simulator, and you can look out the front, and there's like an animatronic uh, Nia Numb flying the ship, and. Commander Beck is there, and they both look really good, because animatronic aliens look amazing. Like, humans, it's hard to make them look real, but it's really easy to make a Mon Calamarian look real, and it's... He's just amazing looking. And you can look out the back, and then, of course, you get attacked by the First Order, and the ship, like, rocks what? around and everything, and um, Hux comes on the screen, and he's like, "We're you know, we suspect you of being resistance spies prepared for boarding. Is it and, actually, like,
1: Domhnall Gleeson?
0: Yes, yes, it is. And... Ah you and you get hit by the tractor beam and you get pulled onto the ship and the same door that you walked in opens up and you are suddenly inside the first order ship
1: i refuse to believe
0: i have (laughs) no clue how they do this this the ship must spin at some point but like i i don't know
1: kind of like rotate like a different set or something
0: must it must but you can't feel that happening um but it opens and you're like in a hangar bay, like a Star Wars hangar bay, and outside the front, like the the force field is there, and so you could just like see into space and you see Tie fighters flying around, um, and there's like I don't know, like forty stormtroopers in there, and most of them, most of them are animatronic. Um, but they're just like sort of standing there watching and you're allowed to like stay in there for a few minutes But an officer comes up and is like they're all in character and they're like this way for processing You know you guys are in big trouble. I was wearing a little pin that had a rebellion symbol on it so like we're gonna be watching you especially Aha, that's <laughs> and It's so like fun. I was like oh that was a mistake I shouldn't have worn that so then you like you get processed and they s- split you off into groups of four and now, and, can I just ask a real yeah, quick yeah, question?
1: Yeah. At any point does Newt Gunray say process them?
0: I wish. I wish <laughs> uh, Newt Gunray was part of the first order.
1: They could eat I mean if he's only already he hadn't animatronic. died. <laughs> if
0: only he hadn't died. <laughs> That's my biggest regret of why Newt Gunray died so that he couldn't be on this ride. <laughs> but they do process you and they're kind of like they're kind of mean. Not like as mean as a Disney employee can be. Like um, one of those me
1: in restaurants.
0: Yes, they're kind of like that, where it's just like, obviously they're never going to go too far, but they're also not treating you like everyone else in Disney treats you, which is like you're the king of the world. Um, That's a lot of fun. <laughs> so it's very in character, and then they send you into a holding cell, and Kylo comes out. And it's, it's like a screen, but it's far enough away that it doesn't really look like a screen because it's up above you. And Kylo and Hux come out, and they're like, we're going to get the information out of you. And Kylo like uses the force on you, and the whole room shakes, and it's incredible. Mm. And then they're like, oh. <laughs> hey, you have to come to the bridge for something. So then they go to the bridge, and you're just standing there in this holding cell with, like, ten other people. And they're like, uh, what now? And then all of a sudden... On one side of the room, it, they start doing the classic Star Wars thing where someone is like uh, cutting a hole through the wall. <laughs> and they cut a hole and the wall what? opens up. and there's resistance members there, and they're like, "Come on, this way." and you follow them. And then you get in this other part of the ride where now you're in a little like pod driven by a droid. And the rest of the ride is this pod that is driven by a droid around this this whole area. Where you're, like, getting shot at, and the room is exploding, and I don't know how they did it, and Kylo is chasing <laughs> you, and at one point, um, you go into this giant room, and there's two huge AT-ATs there, and you go up an elevator, and the AT-AT starts, like, aiming at you, like it's about to shoot you before you duck out of the way, and then you get in an escape pod, and the escape pod, like like, drops, and it feels like a real drop, I think it's actually dropping, there's no way you could, like, simulate that. But it drops and you then you have a little scene where you fly through space and in this escape pod and then you land and the rides over and it was it seriously is about like 16 to 17 minutes long from all the different like sections of the ride that you go through and it it was amazing really truly amazing. That's so cool.
1: That's
2: awesome. Yeah.
0: I I definitely recommend if you listen to this and you don't care about spoilers, find a video on YouTube of someone recording it. It's not going to feel quite the same, but you'll just mm-hmm. be like right. amazed at all the different moving parts for this thing. It's it's insane that they make it work with like, you know, thousands of people a day. I'm uh, I'm impressed. That sounds very cool. I I had a hard time
1: imagining like how immersive a ride like that could be
0: yeah it but it, you've, it you've definitely is well, especially mm-hmm. once you get broken down into smaller groups like you the groups keep getting smaller as you go further along you start off with like 30 to 40 people around you but by the end it's just like four of you and it really feels like yeah it, mm-hmm. it feels really That's pretty cool. cool yeah how so awesome. cool
2: must that be to like work on that ride
0: I know I thought the same thing The greatest job would be one of those officers Like the guy one of the guys we had Um his voice was like Gone because he was (laughs) just like yelling The whole time and it was just like You could tell that he was just He just had so much fun with it in his fake British accent and (laughs) it wasn't A very good one but I didn't even care Because it was just so much fun You appreciate the effort I did I did um so yeah that's great the whole park is just amazing to walk around because it is they do the disney thing where once you walk through the the doors of galaxy's edge you can't see anything else around you you can't see any other parts of the park you can't see um you know outside of the park it's just only in batu and it's really great I got a bunch of pictures, I just never sent you guys, but I need to send you guys some pictures. Yeah, you do. Please do. Put them on the Twitter or something, I he don't did, know. But they're, he uh, did,
2: uh, he sent me a video of, the, of him in a cantina.
0: Oh yes, the cantina. Yeah.
1: I think that like, maybe like either you or Chelsea posted it on Instagram.
0: Yeah, that cantina was incredible. It's just It like, looked amazing. It's just like a take on the cantina from, you know, A New Hope. Um, but the bartenders, every, like everyone who works there is in character all the time. So Mm -hmm. it, that, that part's really cool, but you know, there's, there's a couple songs that come on the, the cantina radio. They don't do like the, the classic star Wars stuff. It's kind of new music that they've recorded for it, but it all sounds star Warsy.
2: I assume that like working, working as like a cantina patron but there has to be like somewhat therapeutic if you've ever actually worked a retail job or like restaurant job ever before <laughs> because instead of like having to act fake happy to everyone you kind of get to act like maybe i would suspect like nonchalant like like the right. actual character in star wars you know they're, yeah you they're, get they're to... not actually happy all the time those and stuff. You can
0: just be disinterested yeah. in what's happening. <laughs> you can just be a normal person. Yeah, yeah. you don't have to be at a, a employee. Yeah, I mean it's it's got to be that a great job. That person's really
1: committed to not liking their job.
0: <laughs> I would have a hard time not liking my job at that one That's though. True. It just seemed like every single I'm sure there are downsides that we don't see, but yeah. yeah, being a bartender in the cantina looked like it was a whole lot of fun <laughs> cuz everyone's always happy. No one's like it's not like a normal like Applebee's yeah. Where you get like annoying customers no everyone is just like
2: probably,
0: right no oh okay <laughs> the drinks there are about three percent alcohol <laughs> every single drink no one you'd have to buy like 500 drinks to get wasted but yeah it's that's uh, where they and that's where they get you that's where they get you the not it's, the
2: it's, 200 ticket
0: to get in no, <laughs> no. no they the, make all their money on concessions honestly yeah they probably do well yeah <laughs> It's uh yeah, the whole place is just amazing. It's really big. Um, not so big that you get lost, but it took us a solid two days to like really see everything in there. Um we were That's of course really we amazing. were taking our That's time. It, yeah. Like
2: I kinda
0: it felt it would
2: be like a thing you just kind of
1: walk through once and you're done right i thought so too like like an afternoon you spend in there and like okay i
0: mean i think i think you could i think if you were someone who just like liked star wars or didn't care that much you could definitely walk through the place in an afternoon and see everything i guess but if you want to like really see everything and do everything and go to all the shops and There's two restaurants there, and and if you want to see... If you want to do everything there, you can definitely get a a solid two days out of it. We did. How are the restaurants? Good. Actually, the food's really good. Oh, Um, solid. Did they give you,
1: like, fun Star Wars utensils?
0: No. Well, no. Not fun utensils, but, like, it is... It is not, like, um turkey jerky it is like nuna jerky or there's like a Cadu burger and things like that and like in tiny little print underneath that it will say this is ham or this is like turkey
1: (laughs) they legally have to be
0: like you can't just make up words and put it on a menu (laughs) right but um but you know they do play along and have all the in and just like everybody even the people like serving you food it's just like you walk up to them and they're like bright suns because they all have to say bright suns and huh. and things like that. And when you leave, they're like till the spire, because that's how you say goodbye there. And it's it's pretty cool. Till the spire. That's how you say goodbye. And uh, black spire outpost. Aspire. There's one till the spire. <laughs> it's just I think it's supposed to be till the spire falls because it's never going to fall. I guess. How about I don't slay know. the spire? Hey, that's what they should do.
1: Oh, till the spire fall. I, I understand.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I understand.
0: Uh. Anyway. I highly recommend going if Disney World ever opens back up. It's really fun, and you would both love it because you guys both love Star Wars. And I'm assuming most of our listeners also love Star Wars. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was it was the the craziest moments. Like, it, it's really fun um, walking around, and you're just like, I, I I can't count. I lost count of how many people when they would like. Th- through hidden speakers somewhere, they would just play a sound of a a starship flying over but over overhead, and like everyone would look up, even though we all knew there was nothing there. <laughs> everyone <laughs> looks great. up, and like moments like that are fun. And Kylo will walk around, and like he he stopped me and interrogated me at one point because uh, I had dressed up one day, so he picked me out specifically because I was That's one of the cool. few who who was dressed up. So him I and saw a couple your little outfit. Yeah, my my little Wait, outfit. Did
2: I see it? Did you post that in the Discord or not?
0: Uh, I think Chelsea posted it on Instagram. I think she posted it like on an Instagram,
2: Instagram story.
0: story. Like, oh, Jasmine. So I need I'm to sure.
2: see so many pictures.
0: I'll have Chelsea send you a picture of that. Um, but yeah, so it it was um those moments are like really fun. But for me, like I we spent at least three nights there. We might have spent four nights there. Um, where. We would just go at the end of the night when the park is, like, dying down and it's dark. It looks even cooler at nighttime. And we would just, like, pick a bench somewhere to sit down and just watch people walk by. And it just, like, it sounds like Star Wars and it smells like Star Wars. And everywhere you look, it's Star Wars. And for, like, a little bit. Does it
1: smell like icky goo?
0: It smells like icky, icky goo. And for a little (laughs) bit, you can just, like, get lost. And you're just like, huh, this is really perfect to just sit here and be on Batu. It was great.
1: I feel like there's gotta be a way they can, like, repurpose some old sets and, like, integrate those into expansions of the park.
0: Yeah, I, I'm... Because it
1: basically is just a big film set.
0: Yeah, it really is. I'm sure there's... I'm sure they're going to expand it at some point to other places in Star Wars. Because uh, I would love to be able to just, like, go to Naboo or go to Tatooine or go anywhere, you know, Batu is fun, but it's not like you know, it feels like Star Wars, but it's it's not like being on Naboo,
1: hey, you know what? nothing's like being on Naboo, am I That's right
0: <laughs> except being on Earth in like Italy, other than that, <laughs> <laughs>
1: except being in the locations they shot for Naboo,
0: <laughs> but yeah, it was um, it was a lot of fun. I wish my pals had been there with me, oh man. So do we? <laughs> you probably wish it more than I do.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, chances are looking slim for us to be able to go. Uh,
0: yeah. Anyway, I guess I forgot we had something to talk about. Galaxy yeah, I think Edge that's the episode. I think we're done. No, no, we, no, no. We got more, but yeah, I, I just had totally forgotten that we still didn't talk about it. I'm glad we did. I am too. I am too. Ah. Uh. How do we podcast again? I forget. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I guess do I'm. We hosting. used to do jokes. Is uh, that what we did? <laughs> I don't think we've ever done one of those. Okay. <laughs> um. Big no. Week. The other thing we had to talk about today was Jake. You're reading a book. That's right.
1: As is often the case, I yes. am reading a book known a as. Book. That's right. Known as. Star: The Rise of Skywalker Wars oh. Expanded Edition.
0: What now? What is that Expanded Edition? What does that mean? They did it for the Last Jedi as well,
1: okay. Um, and it just means that there's a lot of stuff in it that's not in the movie. But that's every novelization. Yeah, that's I think every they novelization. They just found a way to make it sound like this is kind of like a director's cut of the movie, uh, but it's I a gotcha. book. Okay, and that's where they get you.
0: That is where they get you. But This has
1: been hotly anticipated by uh, people known as Jacob (laughs) Kreitz, and And I've really been looking forward to this. I like um, Ray Carson as Mm -hmm. a writer. She's written some good Star Wars books, and I also liked this movie, but obviously there's—it was just obvious when you're watching it that it was shaved down from something else. Mm -hmm. It just moves so quickly— and probably the main thing it needs breathing room. Um and so I was pretty excited to see how that would translate into a book and you know, how all the deleted stuff would fit into the larger story. And I think that I I've been annoyed at the way that this book has been reported on because there's been a lot of like bad faith clickbait headlines. Right. Um Kind of making it seem like this is like the J.K. Rowlingization of Star Wars, when in reality, they could have done the same thing for The Last Jedi novelization and they just didn't because nobody really cared. Right. Um, Basically, like all the headlines are like Star Wars reveals that Palpatine really was a clone. (laughs) And that's the headline. And it's like, well, Star Wars didn't reveal anything. Star Wars is not a person. And that's also not really what's revealed in the book at all. Um, It would be kind of like if they had said Star Wars reveals that Luke had a girlfriend before The Last Jedi, and they just like took the one scene out of context where Luke like has a dream of himself on Tatooine and he has a girlfriend. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that I just needed to get a little bit of Jake's vents. We have what, a my we famous have a, segment.
0: We have a thing for that. What is it? <laughs> the complaint, complaint. you no, it's your nitpick corner. We haven't done that in forever. Jake.
1: Oh my God, how did I forget about my favorite corner?
0: Your favorite corner.
1: So we just got out of the nitpick corner. the one that you never put baby in, and then my nitpick (laughs) corner. Those are the two most famous corners. (laughs) That's right. So I I took some notes. I am not done with the book. I'm like a third of the way through. I'm like on... Pisana, And the fact that I'm a third of the way through and I'm only on Pisana should tell you how much more is in this
0: book. Yeah, because that happens in what, the first five minutes of the movie?
1: <laughs> it seems like it. <laughs> you know, I timed it the last time I watched it because it's out on digital now. And it really is like by 15 minutes in you're on Pisana.
0: Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah, like I made a joke, moves, but also that's... I didn't think I was that far off.
1: <laughs> no, no, you were really not that far off. I think five minutes in were to Poe and Finn playing chess with Chewie. Yeah, for sure. Like, it moves so quickly. Mm -hmm. But this book, that's the best thing about it. Um, So I took some notes uh, and I thought it might be interesting to go through them. Might be. I don't know if it is. We'll see. So just stop me at any time. Um, I don't know. So, so far, I I guess, like, from that point of the movie, from the beginning to the uh, speeder chase on Pisana, like, do you have any like questions on like things that may have been expanded upon or how they're handled in the book?
0: I guess is there, is there more between Leia and Ray as far as training? Because in the movie it's just like, Oh yes, Leia has been training Ray, but now Ray has to go. So like, is there any more of that? Because there is
1: a lot more.
0: Okay. Cause I know you said in the discord, you said like, it's nice that, Leia can actually say new things and not just (coughs) repurpose lines of Carrie Fisher.
1: Yes this is the the book has a lot of advantages. One is that there is no limitation on how much time it can spend on any one scene and Bob Iger isn't forcing it to come out on a certain day (laughs) and there's also the fact that uh, Leia is not beholden to lines that were recorded for deleted scenes of The Force Awakens. (laughs) So like this movie does not start with Kylo on Mustafar. It starts with um, Leia. I was looking at Ray. I was looking at the word Ray on my phone and also wanting to say Leia. <laughs> Leia. So it starts with <laughs> Leia and Ray training and there is a lot more uh, dialogue and stuff and you also get like the interiority of, of both characters. So like it starts out and you can feel like Ray's frustration with her training. There's a lot more dialogue and Ray kind of tries to just dist- like almost kind of like waste time in class. Like you sometimes do as a student. <laughs> like she like asked Leia uh, a question to kind of like distract her from the fact that she's not doing so hot at this particular training exercise. And she asks her why she stopped training with Luke. And this is like the first thing that happens in the story in this iteration of it. Um, so it, Leia is kind of evasive and basically says something along the lines of another path evasive. calls to her. <laughs> evasive. That's it. <laughs> and so, so then, like, the thing happens in the movie where she tries to call out to the voices of the Jedi and she can't, and she runs off to do the training course. But while, like, instead of just following Rey, it stays with Leia, and Leia then flashes back to training with Luke. Like Leia walks mm. by and sees a mark on uh, one of the trees of Asian Kloss, and uh, the bark is kind of healed over mm. a lightsaber slice and that's like the mm. transition that's used. That's to cool. The... It's very cool and from the early leaks the movie was supposed to start like this. Yeah. So it was supposed to start with the training. That. Yeah. So I like this version of it more. I do kind of understand why you don't start the movie. It is a weird place to start a story, but it also feels a little bit better. And like the transition from Leia training Ray to Luke training Leia is really cool. And what's also really cool is there's dialogue between Luke and Leia. Um, Him kind of taunting her, um, trying to like provoke her a little bit, her showing off. Um, (laughs) It has not gotten to the point that we see like later in the movie where she tells Luke that she needs to stop her training this. So we're seeing like the early days of their training. This right. That's flashback. cool. But it's very cool. It's just like, you know, this, I, am I'm, I'm certain that this particular part never existed because unless they were planning on having another actor come in and like do dialogue for de-aged Leia. Right. Um, but it's neat. It's just neat to expand that. And what what's particularly cool about it is like getting Leia's perspective on it, which is, she felt like it was her obligation to do this. Like she felt like it was the right choice. And she kind of felt like this is the fulfillment of the training that I had. And it's what Ray needs, but she worries about failing Ray like Obi-Wan did with Anakin and Luke did with Ben.
0: Mm. And there's
1: a, so that part's really neat. And it like, is the legacy part, of the
0: Jedi to fail with your student. So <laughs> I know. So
1: that's a really big part of the early sections of this book is like, because obviously, in the movie, they try to insinuate that Leia is hesitant to let Ray go, but they don't have any dialogue for Leia. Right. So it's just like Ray saying something, and then cutting to Leia, like looking a little dejected or shaking her head.
0: <laughs> and, but it comes back to Ray. She's like, "I know what you're gonna say. You don't have to say <laughs> it. <laughs> don't bother.
1: I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna say I shouldn't go, but I'm going to go." Uh. Now that does that leads to one of my favorite little lines in the movie, which is. I'm going to do it because that's what you would do. And that's a very nice line. That's moment. nice. And, and in, then it
0: lead, that leads to my other favorite line of, you know, <laughs> you never underestimate a droid because, oh, that's yes, so yes. true. I love that line. And it feels that's so relevant mean. to the I story. I feel like you're being
1: very mean, but you
0: shouldn't <laughs> underestimate a droid. <laughs> it just and fits it the just story so well, and I'm glad they included it. <laughs>
1: all the complaints That one is a little weird to me I feel like that's fine
0: It's just so goofy It's just so clearly They're like We need one more lay line What do we have laying around? Listen This is the only line That we
1: have (laughs) So she kind of has to say it
0: Oh boy Can't wait for that commentary up
1: Oh man I am not looking forward to it Getting all my fun viewings Out of the way Before (laughs) I have to watch it with Riley And me Um, now yeah, and and Jasmine. You know, yeah Ryle, uh, Jasmine is uh he's She's turned now. a corner.
2: Twitter has just ruined Star Wars for me. All of it.
1: Oh, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll talk about well,
2: that. That'll be a you, whole nother
0: day. You could just or say Twitter has ruined days. and then just, like, stop it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twitter has <laughs> Let's ruined. Let's just assume
1: from now on that if something good and pure exists in this world, that Twitter has ruined it in some yep, way.
0: absolutely. So, um, other things anyway, about this book. So, what else is exciting in the in the pre Pasana
1: Ooh, so I did want to say like just one last thing with like oh, Leia and Ray and stuff
0: fine I'll allow it
1: <laughs> thank you but watch yourself counselor um, <laughs> I uh, there, there's a really good stuff and I, I think that this was in the movie because um, there was stuff shot for The Force Awakens with Maz and Leia because you can see it in some of the trailers mm-hmm. um, and so that exists in the book and it's, it's pretty cool because it's like Maz kind of senses that the dark side is calling to Rey, which is def- which is more of a thing that's established very early in the book. And she has this talk with Leia, like, we can't choose their path for them. You know, we have to let them choose their own path. And it's, it's like a nice little
0: moment between mm. Maz and Leia.
1: But yeah. anyway,
0: the... Oh, sorry, were you going to say something? No, I was going to say, that'd be cool. I, Maz doesn't have a whole lot to do in Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker, so it would have been nice if she She's had just a, little, a weird puppet. little moment. Yeah.
1: It is a a very weird puppet. And I I think, I weirdly think they might have cut it because they had puppet Maz in this movie and then she would have been CGI in The Force Awakens.
0: They had reverse
1: prequel problem. They did. Don't you hate it when you have reverse
0: prequel problem? I hate hate reverse prequel. Every day of my life I'm dealing with it.
1: The part of this book that I was just like genuinely excited and happy and smiling while I was reading it is everything with kylo and mustafar and palpatine early on in this book Mm. it's great it's so much fun and the fact that they cut any reference to it being mustafar and didn't show the remnants of vader's castle is insane
2: they literally could have just showed a lava lake and we would have been like oh yep that's mustafar
1: Give me one wide shot showing Vader's castle. They could have
0: shown the corpse of Newt Gunray, and I would have been like, I know where they are. (laughs) I mean,
1: they actually could have done that. They could have done that. (laughs) And I would not have been mad. Okay, so the the best part about all this, I'm going to walk through this Mustafar scene because it's great. It starts off with, like, you know, how we see Kylo slicing through all the guys, and then it cuts to Pride and um, Hux watching Kylo, and Pride is like... Isn't he just beautiful to watch? He's like this finely tuned instrument and Hux hates Kylo Ren so much. (laughs) And we get, we get a lot of like inner monologue from Hux in this book, which is also great. My favorite detail about Hux is that he is kind of not mad about the helmet because he hates seeing Kylo Ren's hair. (laughs)
0: <laughs> he hates the
1: fact that he has this long flowing hair, which is not regulation for oh the first order. And, and it sounds like silly at first, but I, I wrote down the quote. It, it says like he was from um, Hux's perspective, talking about Kylo, he was the exception to everything outside the rules disordered. So Hux is very much in his inner monologue is like, I am going to be the next Supreme leader. But he just hates that Kylo is the exception to all the rules and doesn't have to do things by the book, which is very interesting.
0: Yeah, that Um, is.
1: So that part's all very good. And it also does a better job of them. Like, they're genuinely worried about the rebellion growing since Luke's, uh, you know, sacrifice at Crate. They Mm. talk about, you know, the spark being lit and all that stuff. But the best part of any Star Wars thing is... The spider thing.
0: Spider baby thingy.
1: Okay, so if you haven't seen this and you're a listener at home, Google spider baby thingy Star Wars <laughs> and it'll probably come up. Now, it, it is called, do you want to, give me a guess at a name. What would you name this? It is like a, it's a spider alien and it's sitting atop this like giant pig-like head in the middle
0: of a mystical lake. Kudar Mubat.
2: Babugala. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it Han is, boogie
1: it's called hama boogie no <laughs> it's called it refers to itself as it says I am the eye of webbish bog <laughs> that's some and lord of I, the Rings stuff yeah. right there buddy I no I loved it the <laughs> eye of webbish bog that's great
0: I think Gollum it's, says that at one point
1: yeah it sounds so lord of the Rings but I really liked it um mm-hmm. and it's really fun because it, it's you know how in the movie we cut randomly from Kylo slicing down all these like cult people
0: to him picking up he, a holocron. He or whatever.
1: looks off screen, and it's smash cut to him opening something that has not <laughs> been established in any way. <laughs> right, <laughs> and it's like a treasure chest. Well, it's because like this uh, weird eye of Webbish Bog is, like, the leader of this weird cult of Vader worshippers that were there thinking that Vader's castle was more or less, like, holy ground and the Eye was guarding his, like, Sith holocron wayfinder Hmm. thing. So, by destroying all these people, Kylo Ren has passed this kind of, like, uh, test and she, the, the Eye gives Kylo the wayfinder and that then leads him to Exegol. That's cool. But it's it's just a it's just like a fun little scene. You get actual Kylo dialogue, which you don't get a lot of in the movie. I wonder if they just thought it was too weird to start on that. Honestly, like- It's freaking weird. Like, this statue, it's not a statue. It's alive. It's The thing that the spider is sitting on is a live giant, and, like, it reaches its hand out from under the water and lifts up that treasure chest thing. Hmm. So it's really bizarre. That is scary
2: stuff.
1: It's scary. Like, to start the movie with, like, mass genocide and then this really scary thing it probably would have really freaked out some kids but then again we did see Anakin
0: burned alive that's That's true true. maybe maybe when like maybe when the plan was to start with the Leia and Ray stuff and then cut to mm-hmm. Kylo. Maybe like, let's get people into the movie first and then we'll show them this weird spider baby thing. <laughs> yes. And, but yeah, I think once they right. cut that down and they're just like, we can't start with spider baby thing.
1: Because like with Ray, you get like the fun thing with like BB-8 gets hit by the tree and there's like some humor there. Right. And <laughs> but to start with this, it's such a heavy note to start on because then of course you have to go right to Palpatine. Mm. Which is also, I I have to think if I was a kid, I would find Exegol really Scary. It's a little creepy.
0: It's creepy when and he's going down the elevator creepy. and the voices and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And like yeah. his
1: like milky white eyes.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I heard think of that Milky
1: ways, really but milky white man. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another. I, I missed a couple fun details, which is that like when Ray has that vision during your training, it's not connected to Kylo at all. Like, because in the movie, I think this is another thing that's clearly re edited. In the movie, it's like Kylo, like, touches the helmet and, like, seemingly reaches out to Rey. But that's not what happens in the book. She just has a vision. Yeah. Mm. And then the craziest thing is that Leia tries to reach out to Luke to ask for advice. Ooh. Like, before Rey leaves. She feels like... um, And then, like, Rey... Oh, my bad. Rey calls out to Luke she feels like she's already she already chose the light path at the in the last movie so why is it dark calling her and BB-8 makes a little that's not how the force joke uh, that's, not, yeah, how that's force not how the works force joke joke? works joke that's not, that's how, not the how the force, force jokes
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he says that's not how the force works and it's cute but then also Leia does try to reach out to Luke and like has like a conversation with him so that's pretty crazy
0: and then Luke's like that's not how the force jokes
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's a little sassy in this one um, I like a sassy Luke That's not how the forest snokes. Mm. Speaking of snokes, Exegol is where things are greatly expanded upon.
0: Basically- Oh, you mean it's not just, I'm back, now let's join forces? I'm
1: back, baby. It's not just that? (laughs) It's not just that. It is mostly that. But it is, (laughs) no. I, I think, again, there's just a little bit more breathing room. And because it's a book, you can add in just like little breadcrumbs that just make it, More palatable. So, like, Palpatineable. Palpatineable. You're (laughs) Palpatineable. You're
0: a (laughs) Palpatineable.
1: So, like, one thing that was interesting was that the First Order understood that Palpatine started the First Order, like, because it was all part of the contingency plan to, like, burn everything down and go out to the unknown regions. And so they, like, had an awareness that Palpatine, that this was his wish that the First Order existed. So, but they did not know about all of these Sith loyalists and cultists out in the unknown regions. Like, this is totally unknown to Mm -hmm. Kylo or anybody else in the First Order. Okay. So, that was an interesting little detail. But then, like, you get little things as Kylo's walking around and, like, sees the statues and all this stuff. Like, when he first sees the crazy, like, uh, puppet strings that Palpatine's on, like, the harness, it says... It's called the Omen Harness, a mechanical spine once worn by the ancient Sith King. uh,
0: The Omen Harmon Harness. Oh, (laughs) okay.
1: Omen Harness, a mechanical spine once worn by an ancient Sith King. And so, and and it says, like, Kylo recognizes this from, like, researching the Sith when he was, Mm. you know, going all dark side do his dark side research like a good boy yeah
2: like the good jedi he is sorry it's the comment i'm gonna make here move on hey (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh commentary (laughs) um but it's it's kind of interesting because it it suggests a history where like the sith have always tried to keep themselves alive through like these really like bizarre experimental means right Mm -hmm. and When he sees, like, all the weird vials and stuff that the Sith cultists are, like, cooking up in the cauldrons and, like, filling up and injecting into Palpatine, he recognizes it as technology from the Clone Wars that were used on Kamino. Mm. And it's, he basically, it is definitely established that the body that Palpatine is inhabiting is a like, it's a fabrication of some kind. Like, it's just a, it's just like a meat sack for, <laughs> for Palpatine spirit to inhabit. And because he's so powerful, it's like eating away at it. It's like, he doesn't have a powerful enough vessel to actually survive as a person in any way. And so it's kind of implied that, like, all of those Snoke clones, the, the box of Snokes, are like, Potential vessels, yeah, for Palpatine, which I I don't think is kind of like you could kind of gather that from the movie, but it so all are you saying so Snoke was
0: just Palpatine, like in Snoke's body? <laughs> is that what the implication is?
1: That is unclear. <laughs> it's unclear if it was literally Palpatine in Snoke's body. Yeah, and it seems to it seems to suggest that it was not that like this was. A, a like a sentient being mm. that kind of got a little got a little full of himself and was Dude. like uh, maybe i'm maybe I'm the hot stuff <laughs> palpy
0: they should have gone it's full like, no. scion and just had him had Palpatine holding his body together in chunks. I mean, that would have been It's awesome, like Darth Sion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would have been kind of sweet. So I, I feel more like, I don't know, just like getting a little bit more lore involved of like the fact that the Sith do not have the secret to immortality. Like everything they're doing mm-hmm. is like a desperate attempt to like hold their bodies together, like Scion. Yeah. It made it feel more connected to that, which I enjoyed. Yeah, that's cool. That's nice. It made it more enjoyable than like the first time you watched a movie, you're like, what even is this? He's like on a big stick, the he's on a big GLaDOS from Portal. <laughs> yes, what is that doing? Exactly. And I feel like once I watched it at home and the visuals were a lot clearer, I was able to see more of like what was going on. I was like, Oh, I guess it's kinda clear that like it's some big science experiment, but I don't know. I wish that there would have been one line of dialogue for example (laughs) a line of dialogue like for a generation my disciples labored by palpatine he says that pretty good and it's basically saying that like he has had all of these disciples like there are these sith like there are lots of creatures and sith and crazy people that live out in the unknown regions like it's like a whole other world out there and so it's not unbelievable that he was able to gather up a bunch of people to build stuff for
0: generations well so that's nice it honestly sounds pretty cool um is ray still palpatine you know what? Not there yet in the book. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not. I was that was that was gonna be my whole joke. That I'm like, wow, that sounds pretty cool. And then I was just gonna say that and then say, oh well, it still sucks. Yeah, um,
1: I know. <laughs> I, uh, I saw that coming. Yeah,
0: you didn't you um, didn't play along.
1: So no, I'm sorry. No bits anymore on the show. This is a
0: serious podcast. <laughs> well, there the are there any other things young? you got to say about this book?
1: Oh yeah, quick hits, quick hitters, quick play hitters. The quick hit. Play the theme. <laughs> um, okay. There's a really nice goodbye between Ray and Rose uh, before she leaves Pisana, and there's a lot of like implied history. And in general, they have a nice friendship. Uh, as Palpatine needs new vials injected into him, he starts having mechanical breathing, which is kind of like a nice ironic linking mm. of him to Vader. Ironic. Ironic. Um, Beaumont is a nerdy lore master type, He's kind of like the disciple. <laughs> Uh, he like has all the book knowledge. And... Who the heck is Beaumont? Oh, that's Charlie from Lost. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know he you had don't know a name. Beaumont is? You're not a real Star Wars fan. No, I'm not. <laughs> and then when, um, Ray leaves, uh, for Pasaana, Leia is reminded of Ben flying off to train with Luke and gets a flashback and feels uh, a little scared mm. about Ray's chances out there.
0: Yeah, that's about it. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. You want a quick Mark Thompson review? Oh, oh yes, I a do. Update on
1: Mark Thompson. If, can I you could, play that like, section?
0: Play that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me thing you were talking here. about. I also kind of want to hear his Kylo. You said it was uh, good.
1: It actually is good. I wonder if I could even find a. If you can, it's no part with idea. Kylo. But look, okay, I'm going to pull up this part that I bookmarked. Do, 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 uh,
0: Yet for Finn to pick them off with the turret. If only Ray had come along, then they'd have two operational turrets, and those ties wouldn't stand a chance. A blast tore at the Falcon, nearly throwing him from his seat. Chewbacca
1: Mooned! <laughs> <Finn, laughs>
0: Poe yelled. You're supposed
1: to- that was the best part. No. <laughs> Chewbacca Mooned!
0: <laughs> Oh, no. Mark Thompson. Making
1: that into a verb.
0: Thank goodness he's still an enemy of the show. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'll be honest. Up to a point, I was like, I think he's kind of nailing it this time. And then that happened. I was like, no. He's getting into it.
2: Like, eh, it wasn't like he's in too weird of voices or anything. But then that happened.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Really, this time around, Chewbacca is the only problem. But he's, he's never really, liked.
0: I've never liked his Leia, and I can't imagine I'd like his Ray either.
1: Uh, his Ray is not good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's a little too like high pitched and like.
0: Oh, it's me, Ray. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit bad. <laughs> a little bit bad. But his Kylo is genuinely uncanny to the point where, because the first dialogue he has is with that spider, mm. and they do all this production of the spider's voice, which so sounds really different. That's and great. I've. Thought it was just a, a cut scene from the movie. A
0: cut scene. Like what the heck?
1: Cut scene. Um, anyway, that's all I got, guys. It's well, a good book. I recommend it. I recommend getting the actual like physical book. I'm, if, I'm going gonna to say to. if
0: you if you like the movie, you will probably like the book. Is your recommendation? I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, or if you had like mixed feelings on it, if yeah. you didn't hate the movie, yeah, I say go for it because there's a lot of little things that improve it. Mm-hmm. But I, if you hated it, like a, a certain Riley, I could mention, <laughs> you know, like the core not issues. names. That
0: people,
1: <laughs> yeah, like the like the core issues that people have problems with, yeah. like the the Palpatine twist. That's obviously right. still going. That's be not going to change. Yeah. Um, I guess that's kind of the main bad one,
0: huh? That's a big bad one. Yeah, big bad one. That's a big bad one. Um uh, yeah. for me personally, as a Star Wars fan who does the news, um, <laughs> Gunray. My lord, is that? I don't
1: think so. That's good news. No need to report that.
0: Ooh, hey. that's been a while. You know
1: what? It felt good to
0: get back into a <laughs> little bit of news, Gunray. Right? <laughs> so we got about 10 minutes till Jazz has to jazz away. Yeah, we were yep, going to talk about Clone Wars, but we're bored. Uh, yeah, Clone Wars. Wait, it's like, do wait, we have anything Clone to say Wars, about Clone Recap. Wars? I, it's, it's fine. We,
2: yeah, it's fine fine. It's fine. It's literally my recap fine.
0: is they fight. Is the fight? They fight. Oh, they fight. They do just fight. It's like in
1: scripts where they put they fight. It's just, I mean, like, the animation's amazing, and it's oh, yeah. great to see these characters. It's good. It's mm-hmm. just,
0: like,
2: um, hasn't been, like, like, thrilling yet. Like, it's not... Yeah, it's it not, has not compelled me. It's not compelling. Right. It's not grabbing my attention. Like, we caught up on two episodes yes- today or yesterday because we just hadn't remembered to watch it because we weren't, like, looking forward yep. to it.
0: That's where I'm I at know. right now I'm, I'm like Mandalorian Yeah I woke up
1: early Every day to watch it Right mm-hmm. Before work And this I'm like always like Oh right the Clone Oh that wars came,
0: wars out came out A couple of days yeah. ago I need oh. to go watch that
1: <laughs> Yeah like today I was like Oh I don't think I watched like the last Week or two mm-hmm. I don't even know Yeah So that's kind of where. Once again Our show is just the, <laughs> Doesn't have a great Relationship with the Clone we are Wars We barely a Star Wars I don't know wars why Because we that, like it Barely We like the Clone Wars Yeah mm-hmm. we do We we still I like. Love it. I don't love these episodes it. so
0: far. It's yeah,
2: good. it's good. they were good.
1: They were good.
0: That's the thing. I'll like they, they haven't been bad episodes. No. It's just like no, the, all the we hype. We have not
1: had stinkers. For all sure. the hype they're, they're all between
0: be, be, like for season seven, it's just like ha- hasn't kind of lived up to it for me. Where I was just expecting a whole lot, and it's just kind of like yeah, it's like you more remember. Clone Wars. So like
2: you remember like the op- the opening arc of season six was like. Figuring oh, out stuff with the clone and the, that was the, the fives.
0: Uh, yeah, like thing, the, right? the chip in yes. their head. Like that was yeah. uh, that, like and... locked in. Oh. That was compelling. Yes. Come on. Like
2: you wanted to learn that. This was just like I don't know. It Just feels like another little mission. Like it's been so long since we've seen what's his name. Was it Fives? No. Yes. Echo. Echo. It's been so echo. long since we've seen Echo. I don't remember yeah. much of him. We're
1: really upsetting my cat by seeing
2: echo <laughs> <you> so much. <laughs> I don't remember much of him and. Like, if I would have to go back and watch episodes and stuff to be interested in him, I guess, which sounds bad. Yeah. Honest, Poor guy.
1: Because I've been rewatching The Clone Wars, like, now, and I w- had rewatched that episode very recently when the new episode dropped, and I still was like, I mm, don't, don't care about remember Echo, <laughs> Echo that yeah. much. So I went yeah. back and watched it again. I was like, oh, Yeah. I didn't realize that was a really big deal.
0: You could put a gun to my head right now and ask what happened to Echo, and I, I don't know how he ended up there. There's no way I could remember what happened to Echo.
1: It was interesting but for... I felt really bad because it's in one of my favorite arcs, and I <laughs> forgot that that happened.
2: It was interesting for a second when Rex was like, kind of like, well, I don't care what all you guys do. I'm going to save Echo. And you think like maybe Rex is going to like, you know, act human, which that sounds bad to say. Because he is human, <laughs> but like you know, like show some yeah, like uncontrollable mean. like emotion and stuff. But no, everything just kind of works out and it's fine.
1: Yeah, they just <laughs> keep doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He doesn't have to like break through his yeah. programming at any point. Yeah, he doesn't
0: have to defy anybody. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of like, yeah, we're gonna go, we'll do it. Yeah. Like, okay. It,
1: um, I think the only thing is like, if if they were like, hey, we're bringing Clone Wars back for like, I don't know, a while, a couple more seasons, and this is how it started, I'd be like, okay it's just back into Get back the thing. Yeah. into the thing yeah but
2: no i but, have what eight more episodes left There's
1: right left. like this is it yep. this is no
0: more after this yep. this
1: is the final season that we've dreamed of for years and we've spent four and it's kind of like oh, these are like right. some pretty good clone wars episodes yeah i it also doesn't help that like I, I was watching you know i just finished like season 3 and like there is like 10 Perfect episodes in a row like it's just like mm. every episode was like, oh my god. It's this episode. Yeah. Oh it's this episode? Yeah, it's just really good so I think this seems like a mid-season. Arc. Yeah that, That's what I said in discord I was like if this was the middle of the season I don't think I would really care like if they had hooked me right up top with like Ahsoka or what's going on with Anakin or Obi-Wan right. I would have been like cool. I'm now I'm ready for some clone stuff
0: the one interesting thing that I think is come out of this which is might have some bearing on future episodes is uh the strong implication that at this point obi-wan knows about yeah padme like that's the coolest thing that's happened oh, totally that they was like, very so it's just scene. like that's the one cool thing that might have a bearing on what's about to happen who knows but because ahsoka yeah, cause he, definitely knows and in revenge yeah. of
1: the sith he knows like immediately that it's anakin's baby. right
0: and he knows to go to padme yeah. and it's just like yeah yeah, it's, yeah.
1: And she's also, like, totally pregnant in that hologram, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Anakin and him, she, Anakin like, has her hands know, on her but, belly. like,
0: yeah, that, yeah, for sure. Well, she has to because this is where he's been. He's been gone for months, you know. I mean. Because this is where he comes back from at the end of. Right. Or at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith. Are we going to
1: get my dream of them just doing Revenge of the Sith with the Clone Wars team?
0: <laughs> I don't think there's enough episodes for that. Okay.
1: No. Well, if the finale is two and a half hours. Well, that's <laughs> true. true.
0: <laughs> if it's just, just the movie, that would be so funny. That'd
2: be great. I mean,
1: I just, I would, I want it. I want a, release the Matt Lanter cut.
2: <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, I that was see... the one Matt did oh, so good so in good. that last episode. He, he... I know,
1: a... and I, I would love to see him handle those scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get Ian McDermott and Matt Lanter together.
0: Oof. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's probably going to end with them like jumping into hyperspace towards Coruscant. Yeah, but we'll see. You think it's going to end like that? I think, I think it'll so. end with them jumping oh, towards I think we're Coruscant. See Order
1: sixty-six, hundred percent. You think? Oh yes.
0: A, I think. Well, I guess question. maybe. We could I? That would make sense, I suppose. I mean, just you could. You we could, know all those.
2: Yeah, you, you could have people. like a little intro at the beginning of an episode that's like basically recaps the beginning of episode three. You know? Yeah. yeah. Whatever.
1: I, uh... I But I don't know where this ends. Like, I don't know what the final shot or scene of the Clone Wars is. Because, mm-hmm. you know, most people just thought, well, the final episode is
0: episode three.
2: I hope it's that's, something that's with, something with the
1: Clone Wars.
0: I was gonna say, what if it's... What if we end our Obi-Wan and Anakin stuff on them jumping into hyperspace? And then it, like, cuts to order 66 from ahsoka's point of view where she's seeing news all over the you know over all over the net and all over everywhere about like and she's feeling what's happening to all the jedi that would be interesting
1: and then maybe it cuts back to her and sabine Mm. and we tease whatever that next show is going to be
0: which hopefully is coming soon yep i need to see my boy ezra again
1: Buddy, I really need I don't need to see Ezra again, but I need to see Sabine and Ahsoka <laughs> together. Again. Hey,
0: listen, I like Ezra. I'm not gonna lie. Also, you know what? What the heck has Thrawn Me and been Christina doing?
1: rewatched Rebels and Ezra is a much better character than I remember. Yeah.
0: He's not bad. He's pretty annoying in the he's first season, bad. but he's not. But he gets pretty cool.
1: By the but he's annoying, but he's not. But he gets pretty cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's my that's my official review on Ezra Bridger. <laughs>
1: Good review. It's a very good review.
0: That's right. been reviews, Gunray. That has been reviews, yep. Gunray. We've done them all. Um, Jasmine's got to go. Yep. We all got to go. Let's we do all this. Go. Let's do this again soon. We could, if we're all Heck recording yeah. on our own decent mics, we could probably do a fanfic or something. Hey, by the way, oh, have yeah. you guys read my fanfiction?
1: Hey, we do have to go. <laughs> so yep. I think Jasmine has a hard. Wow. Out. I
2: really do. Yep, I gotta get going right now.
1: This is um. This, Three, is two, this is gonna become a problem. This is gonna become a
0: problem, you two. I'm Time just letting you know. Bye, it's, Jake, it's bye it's Riley. actually might already be a problem. This, this has been, been <laughs> grandma curated. Yeah, delicately curated long form discussion of the internet. This is a problem. Long form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga tailored to the modern fanatic. I just want you guys to read it.
1: I can't hear you anymore. So that we can talk about. It's like, raining I want way help. too
0: loud here. My microphone is broken. I want help with it. Brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious uh, and soothing voices of your hosts, who are former friends Riley, Jake.
1: Even if I read it, I'm not going to tell you until a fun time.
0: Until what time? What are you waiting for? I want to
1: stink in a fun reference and really shock you. No,
0: I don't want a fun reference. I want you guys to just talk to me (laughs) as a friend and tell me what you think about it. that
1: doesn't sound like something I would do. And
0: tell me what you think about it and then offer advice because I want to do this on the show and I want you guys, I want your input so that we can write this together.
1: Sorry, I missed the last couple seconds of what you were saying, but what I heard was do the fun thing and keep me guessing as to whether or not I've read it and eventually drop in a fun little reference to it so you know.
0: And Jasmine. That's what I've been But, hearing.
2: like, what if I've already read it and the, I just don't want to, like, say yet because I can't break the joke.
0: <laughs> I, it's not. I don't we like this are joke. really enjoying
1: the joke. I don't like Even this joke. Even though it's joke. not a joke for you, what if it is a joke for it's us? It's not
0: a joke for me. It's 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 harmful to my psyche. It's harmful to me. Please, All right, read bye. it. Bye. Bye. Um, hang on, let me respond to a quick text message. Ooh, a quick one. Ooh. Maybe, I, perhaps I'll take this moment to respond to a quick text message.
2: Jokes on you! I've been on Twitter this whole time.
0: Wow. Wow. <laughs> Why though? I
2: don't know. I'm, Rude, I don't know. by the way. I shouldn't be. It's an addiction.
0: It is. I installed this cute little game called Animal Restaurant. Oh my god, Christina plays that game. Every time I felt the urge to open Twitter, I just opened that instead. Animal Restaurant? It's so cute. It's It's like a cute Diner Dash, right? Yes, it is. (laughs) It's not as stressful as like you you can let people sit forever waiting on their food and they won't get mad at you because they're just cute little animals.
2: I'm just really hoping that all the stores stay open until Friday so I can get my Animal Crossing and then Mm. everything can shut down for two weeks.
0: Ooh, <laughs>
1: that sounded good. Echo is no longer laying in the position that he was.
0: You Hobbs, see in the Hobbs is still asleep, sound asleep.
1: <laughs> he did not like that.
0: <laughs> All right, we did it. Yay! Well, good we recording, guys. It. I'll see you next week.
1: Cool, cool. We did it. Wow, who's gonna host? I don't. Do we even know how to do the show anymore?
0: I'll host, because you're going to talk about your book, and then we're just going to talk oh, about yeah. whatever, so. That's right. All right. Um, I guess we're just good, right? Everyone's recording, everyone's good. Guys, I think we're good. Wow, we're yeah. good. Oh, we, you know what, though? We are pretty good. We are pretty good. We've been
1: on the top of the list whenever we, <laughs> we actually <laughs> release episodes. That's true. That's
2: true.